Welcome to the Telford Minster podcast. Thank you for joining us and listening along. Our vision is to make Jesus known in Telford, and we hope that your attention is grabbed by Jesus today and what he's doing in your life. We have now moved into the completed Minster space on Southwater Square in Telford, and we'd love to invite you to come along and give church a try at our 4pm gatherings every Sunday opposite Wilco's above the Novella Lounge. Enjoy the podcast. Well, so I know that a lot of you, well, we've all been looking at the same thing over the last, I don't know how many weeks. So I bought my apprentice toolkit with me today. I didn't take it with me to America. It it was going to, I took a little like a different kind of toolkit with me there. Um, But I've got, I bought this with me today because it's all the things that we've learned so far as a gathered community in our different groups. So I'm going to start by asking you, can any of you, scratching your foreheads, uh, think of anything that we might have done so far? And I'll have a look and see if it's in my box. So anybody got any ideas of what we've looked at so far? Can remember? Worship. Was that what I heard? We've had, have we had worship? So we have a look. Ellie, do you want to come and help me here and see if you can find what's in the box? Do you want to go and see? Should we go and have a look? So can you see worship in there? Have we, have we done worship yet? So we've got worship in our toolkit. Ellie has found it. It's affirmed. We did that. What else have we looked at so far? Prayer. Is prayer in there, Ellie? Yes, prayer's in there. Well remembered. What else have we looked at? We've had the Bible. Well done. So that was called something else, though. Do you think it was this one? So that, that's the Bible. So it says instruction manual. That's why she's not sure what that means. <laughs> we looked at the instruction manual as Christians. Anyone over here can remember what we've looked at? Forgiveness. Have we got forgiveness in there? Yes, we've got forgiveness. What else have we looked at? Anyone else? Is that a hand up or a sleepy child? <laughs> Anything else? We've done baptism. We've had baptisms. Death to self, yeah? Yes, giving yourself over to God. Smashed it. We've got three more. Having from something. Something from God. Something from God. Well done for reading my handwriting, Ellie. Excellent. And we've got two more. Two more. Equipping, yes, we've looked at equipping and we've looked at foundation. the foundations of what it means to be a Christian. And as Laura rightly said, and today I did have it in my a bag to pick out what we're going to look at today. You know, there might be some other things in there too, but the thing I've prepared to talk to you about today is serving. But before we get into that and hearing from my Bible reading, I need uh, three volunteers. I need of different ages, so put your hands up if you're really eager, otherwise I will pick. And you probably know who might be picked if you know me. Who? Come on, it's not hard. It's a really, really easy quiz. A really easy quiz. Ed, come on out. You can stand there. Come on. Come on. Well done for volunteering yourself. Two more. Have a different age. Come on. Who else wants it? You can come with somebody else if you don't want to come on your own. You all look super, super, super keen. Super ready. Come on, it's not hard. 
It's not hard. Janine, come on, bring Caleb with you. You can have it, you can work together. Come on, Caleb. I need one more. Look how unkeen they are. No, you, no you've got to be on your own. On your own, come on. Come on. Come on, I need one more, otherwise I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick. Go on, Tyrese. Yes, come on, Tyrese. Well done, mate. Yes, come on. Let's move my, let me just move my toolkit out the way. Come on. Can you, so Tyrese, your team is this middle section here. Okay, so can you come and sit here? So basically, can now, so these two, these guys, Janine's, Janine's, you, you've got to cheer for Janine. So can we cheer for Janine, these two sections? Guys, give it all you've got. Guys at the back, you guys can help Tyrese too, yeah? Is that okay? Can you guys cheer for Tyrese? And then these two sections, you've got Ed. Can you cheer for Ed? Excellent, amazing, right now. You guys now, you need to first, oh no, we'll have these first. So you've got an A, B, or C. So when I ask the questions, you've got to put up A, B, or C. So Laura, you're just going to check what they've got. Will you keep tally for me? Excellent. Excellent. So, the Minster quiz. The first round is, who are you going to call? No, 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 no. Come on, guys. Who are you going to call? Thank you. Thank you. So, who are you going to call? Let me find my quiz questions. So, when you are in a difficult situation, you might need to call somebody out. So say that you've, you can't get into your house. You're going to call a locksmith, aren't you? But these are words that you might, you might not have heard before. So round one, round the question one, if you need an arborist, what are they helping you with? Is it A, are they helping with you with your pirate language? Is it B, are they helping you cut down your trees? Or C, are they helping you moor your boat after a day at sea? So what do you think an arborist does? We are helping you. We've got three Bs, that is correct. Now, question two. If you need, now be sensible here, everybody, a knocker-up, what are they helping you with? Are they A, waking you up in the morning? Are they B, a professional picture hanger? Or C, are they going to help you build a house? What do you think? Three A's. A is correct, guys. Well done. Oh, you all love a Minster quiz. In the summer when we did a quiz, you all got so into it. Now, question number three. If you need an a purist, what are they helping you with? Yeah, exactly. Have I said that right, Harry? Yeah. They're not like that. 
an apiarist. It's spelt for, for, for people who might want to know. A-P-I-A-R-I-S-T. So are they, A, are they helping you with your bees? Are they helping you with a flea problem? Or are they helping you with your birds? What do you think? What animal are they helping you with? Wow, you've all got it right. So there we go, there's round one. So scores on the doors, I think, are oh, they've all got three. Okay, you don't need those cards anymore. You need something a little bit more noisy now. So pick, pick your sound of choice. Pick your sound of choice from the bag. So we've got a little piggy. I'm going to go to Ed next. So we have a squeaky pig, a squeaky sprout. So you've got the last one. Yes, come on. Aren't they great? There's some excellent noise. Right, so Ed, what does your sound like? Tyrese, what does your sound like? And Janine. So these are so these are some fairly well who the next round is what's it called? Helpful friends. So if you know the answer, you need to squeak it and really loudly and be really enthusiastic so I know that you've got the right answer. So in the film Finding Nemo, who helps Marlin find Nemo? Dory is correct. One to Janine. In the series of films, Lord of the Rings, what local gardener helps carry Frodo to Mount Doom? Samwise Gansey. Yes, well done, Tyrese. And question number three. In the film Moana, Moana, who is her reluctant helper? <laughs> Maui. It is indeed Maui. Well done. Now, we've got one more round, guys. How are we doing, Laura? How are we going? So the team over here have five. The team in the middle are on four. And the team over here, you're slightly lacking behind with three. Oh, okay, okay. So we've got the music round now. So there's three songs you're just going to hear the first bit of it. Harry, are you ready for this? I'll let you decide. Wait, wait till they squeak. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right, Harry, do you want to play the first track? And if you could just need to tell me the name of the song, that's all. It is indeed called Help, and it is by the Beatles. Do you want to help? You help him. Well done, well done. Come on, well done. 
<laughs> Number two. Yeah, what you say over here, isn't it? <laughs> You'll never walk alone. It's You'll Never Walk Alone by Jerry and the Pacemakers. And then the final one. This is, I hope, I hope this will be a well-known one. Janine, you might have to put your piggy down. <laughs> Go on, Harry. Yes! Therese, what is it? You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me! Well done, Tyrese. Guys, well, so, Laura, what are our final scores? Who has won? So the final scores are over here. We're still on three, I'm afraid. In the middle, we're Tyrese's team with five. Woo! And over here, there's seven. So well Woo! done. Well done. Well, thank you so much in taking part in my serving one another, helping one another quiz. Can I have the squeaky things back, please? Thank you. Oh. Those are some great noises, aren't they? Now, everyone, you might be thinking, why on earth has Steph done that really random quiz? I don't know if you noticed that there was a theme. Did anyone see a theme there? Anyone? Some nods? Some vague looking faces? Shall I explain? Well, the point of that was to show you how in our society, in our culture, in the world that we live in, we really, really love to help people. We really love to serve people. We've written songs about it, films about it. And we even sometimes, we just need some help from somebody else. And no matter how weird it could be, we can phone someone up to help us and to serve us and give us the things that we need. But yet, in our world, we still seem to be really, really good at forgetting that sometimes we just need to help someone or serve someone or do something for someone when they're in real need of help. And that, whether you are really little or really old, we sometimes forget that. Like, sometimes we forget that actually our mum and dads might need some help with the washing up. Yeah? Sometimes we forget that at work, it might be really helpful to help that person, your colleague, by just doing that one task for them, just to make their lives a little bit easier. And sometimes we forget in the church world that actually to make things happen, we've got to do stuff as well. And we even forget as Christians that part of our call as Christians is to serve God and to serve one another. And that is exactly what we're going to be thinking about today. So Nicka, Nicka, Nick, I was going to call you Nicholas then. I thought that's not, not very nice. Nick, can you bring us our Bible reading from Matthew 20? Uh, yeah. So it's called A Mother's Request. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down asked a favor to him. What is it that you want? He asked. She said, grant that one of these two sons of mine sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, you will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or my left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father. When the ten heard about this, 
They were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. So in our Bible reading today, I hope you are listening really carefully. My ask you some questions as we go along. So, but my first question, we've got four people in that story. Can anyone name what they were? Anyone hear them? There's a key one that can't be wrong. Jesus, never the wrong answer. Jesus. Then we've got three others. What else have we got? Pardon? Two sons, can you remember their names? Does it, it does, should say, I think it says in there. Does it not say? Oh, oh, sorry. You've got two sons. You've got James and John. And who's, who's the main person in there? You've got somebody asking in the request. The mum. The mum. So we've got those th- four people in there. And that, that mum is asking, she's a Jewish woman, she's really desperate to make sure that her sons are set for life, even in heaven. So she's coming to Jesus, um, to Jesus and asking a question. In fact, she's asking, will you do me a favour? I wondered, Matt, can you do me a favour? Matt, um, can you do me a favour and just get me a glass of water? Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I... uh, Oh, thank you. Probably the worst person to ask, weren't you? Thank you for doing me that favour. I I really need a drink now. I've been a bit excited. You know, when I ask that question, can you do me a favour? You can't really say... Well, you could say no to it. You could be a bit blunt and be like, nah. But when you say, can you do me a favour, it's a really hard thing to get out of. It's really difficult to say, actually, no, I'm... I'm not going to do you a favor. And that is what this question is like, that this mother is asking Jesus, can you do me a favor? Can you do me this favor that, so when my sons die, they'll be in heaven and they'll be seated either side of you. They're asking this, she's asking this massive favor on behalf of her children because she's desperate that they're sorted for life. But this is such a big thing. And actually, Jesus would find it really hard to say no, and he doesn't say no. Instead, he responds in a very clever way. He says, you do not know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? And they said, we are able. So if you if you want to come and sit by me in heaven, I what my father wants, what God wants, it's not up to me, he's saying in this, in this Bible verse. He's saying, it's not, it's not my choice. It's his. But if you can drink from the same cup as me, then you're in. Sorted. But I don't know where you're going to sit, is what is being said. But this cup that he's asking, he's not asking, you know, can you share my, you can share my water with me. That isn't what he's saying at all. He's saying instead, can you be like me? Can you give your life 
for the others on the cross the way that I am going to do for you and for the rest of the world? Are you willing to serve me in life and in death? That is the big question that he's actually asking them. But the other disciples don't really understand this. And when they hear this, they say, when they say yes, and Jesus is like, great, fine. The other disciples are like, but why are they getting special treatment? They're probably a bit whingy. They're probably thinking, oh, why don't we get the reward? Why aren't we getting what those two are getting? They might be thinking, oh, Jesus, here he goes again. Here he goes, once again, ignoring us, forgetting about us. They might be thinking a little bit like that. And it sounds like that when we read it. You know, it's not very nice to be treated differently. Who here hates at school when you're kept in, like, for playground, when it's not you that's been naughty? Anyone have that? Yeah? I hated that. Yeah. It was no fun being treated differently when you were the one who didn't do anything. How about work when you've worked really, really hard, but no one's taken notice of you? That feels really rotten too, doesn't it? It feels really hard when we're treated differently from others and ignored. But here Jesus is saying that actually, if we want to be in heaven, if we want to, for our toolkit, that other thing that we need as Christians, is that we need to serve. So, Laura. <laughs> I wonder if, you, if there's anyone here who'd like to tell me and Laura what it is, what's one thing they think is a really good thing that they could do to serve Jesus and, and others around them. Anyone got any ideas? Go on, Ellie. Loving other people. Oh, oh. Should we all say, oh? Oh, that's a great one, is it? Any other ones? Oh, oh. Sorry, Laura. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Oh, Excellent. smashed it. Oh, God. Right, we need to learn from these children, don't we? Anyone else? Anyone a bit older? Honestly, it's not terrifying. Oh, we've got one here. We've got a dad being volunteered. Christopher, how do you serve other people in a Christian-like way? Well, I suppose I try and help other people get to know God better. Brilliant. Yeah. If you want to talk more about getting to know God better, go and have a chat with Christopher. He'll, uh, he'll guide you. Anyone else? You all look really unkeen. That's okay. Oh, one more, one more. Pray for others. Pray for others. It's a brilliant thing we can do. It's really, all of these things are really good ways that we can serve others the way that Jesus served us. But our reading today is ending with a really big, big challenge for us. It's a big reminder about how we as Christians should act and a part of our apprentice toolkit. One that we can be really very quick to forget about. In our lives, we're really busy. We can be rushing around and sometimes just forget, actually, 
We've got to serve other people. We've got to give up our time. Sometimes you might be standing in the supermarket queue and you see a really tired person behind you. And actually, a really good godly thing to do would be to say, you know what? Do you want to go in front of me? That would be really nice, especially if you've got a full load of trolley shopping. It might be a really nice thing to do that. But sometimes we don't want to do that because we've got to get to that next place and the next place and that next place. We might not want to come and help on a Sunday. We might think, actually, I've got far too much to do. I cannot possibly give up any time to serve God in this way and make Jesus known in Telford or in the community that you live in if you're visiting today. You also might find it really, really hard to think, oh, I could just serve my friend today or that person who sat on their own and show them the love of Jesus. It can be so easy to forget these things, but we as Christians, that is part of our calling. It's part of our calling to serve others the way that Jesus served us. And the way that Jesus served us, well, he died for us upon the cross so that we could have eternal life in heaven. What Jesus is calling us to do is big. Now, can you do some actions with me so you can take this away? Because it's not about me, but it's about you. It's not about me, but it's about you. It's about you, Jesus. Because Jesus, you served us. He served us even in death. Because he loved us so, so much. And so we... All of us are called to live a life that's not about me. It's not about us, but it's about Jesus. It's about laying down our time. It's about laying down our wants. It's about laying down our wallets, our purses. It's about helping others. It's about serving others. And it's about being sacrificial. And all for the kingdom of God. And that can mean so many things. I just said a few, but it could mean it could mean helping with kids. It could mean serving on youth. It could mean washing up. It could mean serving in your local community. It could mean helping your neighbor, helping your friend. It could mean praying for others. It could mean listening for God to God for other people. It's not easy. It's really not easy. I couldn't possibly get when I was younger why you'd want to serve somebody why you'd want to help somebody when actually can help my family and friends and that's enough but God is calling us into something far far bigger whether you are naught or a hundred we are called to serve God and serve the kingdom of heaven that's unlike what the world describes but it's Jesus's way and it's a great old way Thank you for joining us. We hope that it blessed you. For more episodes and teachings, you can subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, even share it on your socials and tag us at Telford Minster. For this and more, head to telfordminster.org.uk.